0: Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Today is Thursday, June 25th, and I'm Danielle Stowaway, in for Dave Lomas. Our podcast this week has been exploring how God's justice for all people is proclaimed through prophetic voices in the Old Testament. We've heard from Dale Gustafson about how generational hurt and self-reliance distance the people of Edom from God, and Obadiah reminded them about God's just character— from Matt Barrios about Jonah's obedience, delivering the word of God, calling out justice in Nineveh, and the conversation between Dave and Eugene Chow on Monday was so good and provided relevant context for biblical framework of justice. I highly recommend going back and listening if you missed any of these. Before I share about a specific prophet, I want to talk a little bit about the role of the prophets in God's story. This may feel a little bit like Sunday school, but I want to set us up well. Big picture, we were created in God's image as equals. Sin and distance from God produced an environment where people are mistreating and enslaving each other. The people of Israel are enslaved in Egypt, but God is a just God and sets his people free. Then after some time, these free people end up in patterns of sin where they use their position of power to mistreat others. So, God sent the prophets to call out this injustice. And they had a really difficult job because oftentimes people didn't listen to them. But this didn't stop them from being obedient to God and speaking truth. Today, I'll be talking about the prophet Jeremiah and how he boldly named the wrong behavior of his people. Jeremiah was a priest in Jerusalem in the kingdom of Judah. He was sent to call out the people of Israel, for breaking their covenant with God, which we heard about in our podcast last week in the story of the golden calf at Sinai. He predicts the destruction of Jerusalem and the exile of the people to Babylon. So we'll be picking up in the part of the story where the people of Israel have broken their covenant with God. They have taken on the customs of the culture and religions around them, adopting sinful practices of the Canaanite gods, some so extreme as sacrificing their own children. In Jeremiah 22.3, we learn about some of the unjust social structures in place and find that the abuse of power by leaders of Israel is hurting vulnerable people at this time. These leaders actually come to Jeremiah asking him, to ask God to protect them from Babylonian attack. And God gives this word to Jeremiah for these leaders. This is what the Lord says. Do what is just and right. Rescue from the hand of the oppressor, the one who has been robbed. Do no wrong or violence to the foreigner, the fatherless, or the widow. And do not shed innocent blood in this place. He goes on to warn that if they do these things, they'll have the Lord's favor, but if they don't, they'll be destroyed. A few chapters later, we learn that they did not obey as they were taken captive by the Babylonians. In this text, we learn that God cares deeply about those who are oppressed, calling those in a position of power to rescue them. We learn that he cares deeply about the unjust systems affecting society's most vulnerable. This being most evident in the treatment of widows, orphans, and immigrants. And we learn that he cares deeply about justice for the innocent. What really strikes me about Jeremiah in this story is his obedience to God and his willingness to continue to call out behaviors that are unjust. And he's not only calling out the bad behavior, but he gives a vision of hope for what repentance could bring. He gives warning and an option to choose righteousness. I can't imagine how he must have felt continuing to speak boldly on God's behalf with such a lack of response. We do read that he often felt discouraged. And while this was true, he continued to faithfully show up. While this text is written to the people of Israel addressing their unjust systems, sadly many of the same groups of people in our world today are still often the recipients of the unjust treatment described in Jeremiah. We are at a cultural boiling point as people of color and advocates call out systems designed to work against black and brown people. And not unlike Jeremiah, many people engaged in this work can often feel discouraged by the lack of response, or wonder if they're even having any impact at all. I was at a march focused on ending systemic racism in Oakland on June 19th, and I chose to attend this event with a fellow member of the Race and Belonging cohort at Reality, to show my support and desire to see our systems that are not treating everyone as image bearers of God change. One thing that stood out to me was the age of some of these speakers. It was organized by the International Longshore and Warehouse Union, and I learned that the Bay Area members of this union have a long history of advocating for racial equity. The man that opened the event actually began in prayer and later shared that in Oakland in the 1960s, he recruited many of their advocates by visiting local black churches. He has been advocating for racial equity for years and is no stranger to his message falling on deaf ears. But here he is in 2020, leading thousands of people in prayer to Jesus, pleading for change. In a culmination of sadness and encouragement by this man's faithfulness to Jesus, I saw him living out God's call for justice in Jeremiah 22, 3. Do what is just and right. Rescue from the hand of the oppressor, the one who has been robbed. Do no wrong or violence to the foreigner, the fatherless or the widow, and do not shed innocent blood in this place. Jeremiah teaches us that God calls us to seek out vulnerable people that are being taken advantage of and to help them, to advocate for the vulnerable by changing social structures in order to prevent injustice, and not only to uproot or overthrow unjust systems, but to build and plant godly ideas of flourishing in their place. We can't do this in our own strength. We need closeness with Jesus and encouragement from the Holy Spirit. In his book, Interpreting the Prophets, Aaron Chalmers writes The prophetic ministry involves calling the people of God to be a community with God at its center, a community which embodies an alternative vision of what it means to be a human society. Today, I want to invite you to examine your influence as it relates to God's call in Jeremiah and what an alternative vision of human society could look like by thinking through some questions. What might God be showing me in the story of Jeremiah? What are some emotions that first come up when I hear about injustice or the words of Jeremiah? What might helping the vulnerable look like in my life? Am I feeling discouraged or tired like Jeremiah? How might God be leading me to respond? Is it rest to be still, to find quiet? Are my efforts for advocacy rooted in relationship with Jesus? As you consider these questions, my prayer is that God meets you where you're at today and stirs in your heart a thriving vision for His justice and mercy.